Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Wholesome Black Man Podcast. This is your host, Donaldson, back again. Back for another episode. Back to just say thank you one more time for listening. I know that you guys don't have to. I know that you could pretty much hear the same thing that I say from a TikTok video that's like less than a minute long. Um, and I know there's other things that you could definitely just be investing your time in. So the fact that you come in and week in, week out to listen to me, um, it holds a very sp- special place in my heart. Um, thinking about how this week has been going, I had, you know, just, you know, how I am. I'm talking about my life here. I'm talking about what I'm going through and in the hopes that it's resonating with you. But, uh, one thing I have been looking at in terms of if I'm going to do this podcast, it needs to be done decently in order and with expectations. Um, I kind of just use this as my verbal diary, which is fine and good. Nothing wrong with that. But, uh, I am slowly kind of getting to the phase where, okay, this is a project that is actually worthwhile and it needs to be shared. So I'm trying to, you know. Look at the analytics. Look at all that I have <laughs> been doing with it so far. Again, it's just kind of, I don't really promote it. I don't really share it. I tell, you know, some of my friends about it. And friends who actually listen and take the time out to it, thank you. Um, I probably don't say it to you enough, but thank you. Um, and, yeah, just kind of looking at it. I'm looking at things I want to do. Um, with it so one big thing is knowing analytics and kind of looking at the analytics I see that I have even though it's a small <laughs> viewership I was kind of surprised I got about 2% that listen in Kenya so and I'm all the way here in America so I guess you could say this is a uh globally known podcast not just in one continent but a <laughs> I'm slowly venturing out, uh, and, you know, small things, I need to learn how to make, uh, take in small victories and small wins and really acknowledge that. So, to those who listen out in Kenya, thank you. For those who are in Canada, thank you. Uh, it looks like everywhere else is pretty much here in America, but <laughs> that is pretty much how it's just going to be because I am, uh, an American talking about these things um but it, yeah so i'm very excited for whatever guy wants to do with this podcast um and how he wants to maneuver it and this episode is actually going to be a just a continuation of what was going on last week in terms of decision making i'm not sure if this is just going to be a little series that i'm on for like the next one or two more weeks or whatever or maybe God just does something different but uh, I want to talk about decision making but I want to talk about the aspect of uncertainty um, had a very real moment with God and um, I actually have someone who I hold very dear to me I bounce ideas off her um, she tells me <laughs> What I need to hear, not what I want to hear, is and it's something just so valuable about that. Um, and she said something so profound to me that's like, 
even though she didn't mean it in a certain way, she said something that made me realize that I operate in a realm of uncertainty. Um, and again, that's probably due to past traumas, past experience. Um, things just not working out for me in the way that I would like for them to work out. And I build up uncertainty before <laughs> even the first step sometimes. And so for this week, um, for really like this whole month, I'm trying to figure out like, hey, well, how do I get from uncertainty to sure ground? Um, I don't serve an uncertain God. I don't serve a God without power. I don't serve a God without provision. So how am I in this uncertainty um, supposed to operate to where I get my faith really activated, get my faith really moving, um, and not just be, you know, read the Bible from a whole, you know, just spiritually up there place and not really be practical about it, because to me, I do think church kind of does a disservice to its people, because the Bible is a very practical book. Or a collection of books, because I don't want to relegate it to just a book. It's a collection of books. Um, some of the stuff we're trying to make it sound hard, but it, once you kind of learn how to operate in your spirit and not your flesh, it's actually very practical. It's very, I don't going to say easy to do, but it's just, it's not as hard to make it sound. And what I was just kind of going through, just kind of reading um, my Bible, I just... Because I always like to have, you know, the word of God to confirm what I'm saying. I realized, like, reason for my uncertainty because I don't set proper goals um, when it comes to accordance to God. And, again, because, you know, when you hear this, you're like, follow the will of God, follow, you know. God has a respected end for you. Follow his word, follow everything. God didn't just create us to be robots. Yes, there's a following that we are required to do, but God is actually so strategic to the point where he knows where your individuality lies and what things that you want to do and how to bless you while you make your way through life as you follow him. Um, yes, put God first. That goes without saying, but... God always always makes room for his people. Um, for the children of Israel going out of Egypt and being in, in the wilderness. Even though they were there longer than expected, he always had a place for them. They may have to travel to get to that place before they got to their permanent dwelling. But there was always space and guidance that he provided for them. And... I think just during the course of life, I just forgot that. You know what I mean? Like, just after you've been disappointed so many times, this didn't work out, that didn't work out, this not right, that not right. You don't, you know, you experience so many losses till you don't really see the wins. Um, it can alter and shift your perspective. Because... 
faith is just as much a mindset a mindset as it is a perspective um love just as much as a mindset as it is a feeling um you know we kind of take for granted these things thinking they're going to come easy to us but none of this stuff actually really does it's just life some things happen to you it's not because the devil trying to work your nerves not because god has forsaken you it's because you probably woke up on a thursday morning and that day your tire flat life life just be lifing but uh but I just want to talk about that uncertainty and how you just, again, transfer from the uncertainty to to stable ground. And, again, one big thing is um, having goals. Um, goals within yourself. Goals for what you want to see God do in your life. Goals in how you actually want to follow God. Um one verse that actually well a series of verses that actually gives credence to what I want to say is a book of two and chapter two verses uh two and three and we all know this story but God told Habakkuk his one of his prophets to do something so profound to the point where it actually Gives you a guide of how to like actually set a goal. It's very, very one-two type of stuff process. And even though this came through the form of a vision, this is a biblical principle or a godly principle that can be used in multiple facets of life. And that's the thing about the Bible is when it's especially when you see something that's principled in the Bible, it's never like just one area where it will work out. It could work out in your finances, it could work out in your marriage, it could work out in your career, um, it could work out in your mental health. But uh, again, Habakkuk, uh, chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain upon tables, that he may run that readeth. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. And in this, um, God is telling Habakkuk to write down the word of God. Um, And in doing so, God actually sets up the framework of how actually a goal works. Um, so when you set a goal for yourself, a goal is basically a result, sometimes a destination to um, to a plan that you put forth. And in this goal, you actually, of course, if you make out the plan, you... Like, okay, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and it's going to work out this way. But in in that setting, you can never plan perfectly. Um, like, even in this, God even tells Rebecca about the, the vision, his word, and how you're going to feel about it. Because... A lot of times when we set goals, we kind of have a deadline. We have 
and expected time where it comes to fruition. Um, a lot of us who are listening to this podcast are probably like, I thought I would have been married by now. <laughs> um, a lot of us are like, oh, I thought I would have had a house by now. We thought I would have had something, something by now. Um, and because you don't have it in a certain amount of time, you kind of feel let down. But that doesn't mean God's word had left. It doesn't mean God's word is not working. It's just the appointed time is not now. It's just a little bit more work that has to go into it. Um, but then once it comes to that appointed time, when you do reach that marriage, when you do reach that um, home ownership, um, when you do reach whatever goal that you set for yourself, if you genuinely working for it, once you get it, it's going to speak for itself. You can't... You can't argue with results <laughs> to a certain extent. If somebody was... Came from poverty and then ended up being a multi-millionaire through work, not through, like, you know, playing lottery or whatever, um, you can't deny their work. You can't deny the, the amount of time they put in because they have the results of a tangible money. Um, people who go through therapy who are battling all sorts of trauma or all sorts of experiences, once they put in the mental work, maybe they was angry at one point, but then they found a way to get the peace. And you'd be like, yo, when I knew you, you was this way, but now it's like a 180. You can't argue with that results because it's something that you can see. And... I have been operating in uncertainty for such a long time to actually state my um, personality. And, again, I just thank God for having good people around me to really show me myself, to really um, be there for me. Again, not telling me what I want to hear, um, but telling me what I need to hear. Telling me um, that, yeah, you just have flaws, that yeah, you're great in these areas, but these areas need to be worked on. And especially in this social media age, it's hard to tell anybody anything. If you're telling somebody they're not the greatest at something, it's almost like, oh, you you a hater, you dissing me. It's like, nah, you just a person who has some flaws. You're just a person who has some blind spots. But let's work on that. Don't stay in that area. And... For this season of my life, God is really calling me to a place of goal setting. Um, and it's not like I haven't set goals before, but what do you do when you go to school and you you fail school? What do you do when you um, give you all to a relationship that relationship fails you? What do you do when you work hard and try to invest your money that all of a sudden you lose it because of a global pandemic and you couldn't you had to use your savings just to survive that stimulus check it did okay but it was basically money that the, it's your money that the government gave you back for a loan and you had to pay it back once the tax came by because people were like oh yeah I got that $1,500 but <laughs> if you were like me once I had <laughs> once I got it that next year when they when I had them Texas, they was like, "Oh yeah, you did take it. All right, cool. Yeah, you don't get, 50, you only go get three hundred instead of like, you know, the two thousand or whatever." 
And that's what a lot of people are dealing with. A lot of people are dealing with their pains of like, what do I do when I tried over and over and over again and it don't seem to work out? When I tried doing this, this, and that, but it seemed like everybody else around me was blessed. And my thought today, my hope in this podcast for you, what that I will give you is to keep trying, keep living, keep loving, keep putting God first. But I also want to give you a practical way to do that. Um, um, And... To me, a practical way to keep God first is comes from Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. Seeing that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not in the high priest that cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tipped it like we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace and help in the time of need um so a lot of us are going at these things again finding a mate or a partner to marry finding funds to to have the house to have you know the financial blessing um going at the jobs in our own power and not really acknowledging like hey we had somebody that go bef- that went before us um that's named Jesus and once we profess him yeah we die to ourselves we die to our flesh but we don't become completely dead again um I grow grow up extremely churchy Certain things like you just die to yourself. You don't have, once you get to a certain point, you don't have any needs, wants, or anything. Now, it's all Jesus all the time. And this may turn some people off, but it's not true. It's like, yeah, you love Jesus, but yeah, you also want to have a a wife. Yeah, you love Jesus, but yeah, you want to also have a house. <laughs> yeah, you love Jesus, but yeah, you just want to have a good vacation. <laughs> And you don't stop being a person because you get saved. You don't stop feeling these pressures because you get saved. But what happens is you have someone who is going to help you out (laughs) through them. And realizing that, hey, Jesus, you can do some things with my hurt, my brokenness. But all I had to do is kind of just acknowledge that they're there. Um, and make a real plan to combat them, make a real plan to to move forward, you can do something with me. And I think a lot of people are operating in a space where, where, well, once I get this or once I get that, I get to a level, then I can let God use me or God can't use me where I am because I am too severely limited. But that's why we have an unlimited God for where our deficiencies take place, his strengths take um kicks in.
And I can get I'm in um insurance. So in United States we have what's called a personal umbrella policy. And basically what that is, you know, for insurance purposes is wherever your main insurance stops, this policy kicks in. That's what God said. In your weakness, my strength is made perfect. Because if you perfectly strong all the time, you don't need God. <laughs> I said this before and I say this again. If you're always good, you don't need God. You become God if you're always good. <laughs> or if you're never in need. So there's very much God knew that there was limitations unto man. And what he wants to do is just in those times of uncertainty, in those times of needs, just know like, hey, yo, I got you. If you would just let me have it. And then again, being practical, what does let me have it look like? Um, of course, it's praying. Of course, it's uh, getting into your word, fasting, meditating on the word night and day. Um But again, it's so much more than that. It's making a conscious decision. Like, yo, I just don't want to make any choice rashly. So let me sit down, write it out when it comes to the decision. Um, figure out, like, what's the best way to make it work. And again, talking, <laughs> talking... <laughs> With that special someone, uh, we talked about Hebrews chapter 4, and I actually came up like, one good way to make a good decision is see if it follows the Ten Commandments. Do you got to lie? Do you got to steal? Do you got to cheat? Do you got to fornicate? <laughs> you know, is, is that anywhere in the decision that you're making? If not, you can pretty much be assured that's a good, good decision. And... I'm one, I'm getting back into the practicality of this Bible. I'm getting back to the practicality of God's words. Cause again, I'm not trying to preach heaven down. I'm not trying to preach a miracle. Some things God will just do do <laughs> do for you just because like yo, I want to do it. So it's no need for any supernatural divine kind of explanation for something. It's like, oh, okay, you work harder. Okay, I get you a raise then, or I get you a few more sales in this job, or I get you into a promotion. It's never like <laughs> a lot of us are just waiting on like, oh God moved on my boss's heart to give me a thirty five percent raise. That's not really probably gonna happen in this <laughs> in this world, especially here in America in the United States. But uh if we just kinda remove the worry from what we're doing um if we are worried just sitting down with with it and instead of just like watching tv for three hours <laughs> before you go to sleep or going out with friends to not think about whatever if you just spend time with god like god i just need this handle can you show me how things will change for you and then once it started changing once it started moving in a way you will get more comfort You'll get a little bit more settled in God. Faith to come back. 
and you'll be all right. And this is really what this podcast is for, is for wholeness. This is for you're you going to be all right. This is, I wish I could speak a, a crazy anointed word, but this place is really is just like, when whatever season, whatever difficulty you're going through, you're going to be all right. <laughs> That's the main purpose of this podcast. But uh, yeah, I actually spoke a little bit longer than what I was supposed to, or what I was planning to. But uh, I thank you guys for listening. I thank you guys for just rolling with me on this process. Again, I'm going to have to sit down with God and make decisions on how to <laughs> make this really work. But uh, I'm just looking forward to what God does in my life and yours. So I pray in Jesus' name that, yo, that y'all get everything good that's coming to you. And that in decisions that you have to make in this day, you find God in them. Alright, that's all I had to say. Uh, again, I love you guys for listening. Oh yeah, also, the Wholesome Black Man Pod um, at gmail.com. That is the email address if you want to write me. Um, if you want me to probably talk about something that... Um, or hear my perspectives on something, I will do that. If you want me to just keep it private, I will also do that as well. Because um, this is a space to hold um this prophetically speaking this is a space of healing and I don't want to uh, abuse my audience for quote unquote content but uh yeah I'm going to have more con- content coming um your way I'm trying to figure out how to do that and what it will look like oh one thing one way it will look like of course um, follow me on TikTok. Um, at Wholesome Black and Black is spelled B L A K. <laughs> I couldn't get to see y'all, but you can follow me on there. I haven't posted in a while, but I make silly jokes, um, occasional serious video every now and again. Um, but yeah, you can follow me on there. Um, Hostel Black on Twitter as well, but I'm rarely on that. Uh, I'm not gonna give you my Facebook because kind of personal. <laughs> and uh, I'm just not ready to share on that platform yet. But uh, I thank you guys for listening. If you again, if you have anything you want to say to me, you can always reach out through those mediums. And y'all have a good one. Peace. <laughs>